0: So I just wanted to start this uh, conversation with you, ten, uh, by stating that these are my own personal opinions as a Palestinian who acknowledges himself as a person of privilege. Um, I was uh, born and raised in Gaza. lived the fifteen, uh, the first sixteen years of my life there. I studied in the U.S. Uh, on a scholarship, uh, and um, I also returned back home to work for a few years for a relief organization, um, and then. Uh, continued had to leave or made the choice to leave the gaza strip uh, and palestine uh to uh, continue my life in europe uh where i'm also by birth uh, mm. a, a european citizen um so that needs to be underlined in terms of my own reflection and my own contribution here um today I mm.
1: hope. well definitely i mean we're speaking in the context of a Protest in Bristol that happened on Saturday, and the Palestinian diaspora were at the centre of organising uh, that protest, and the mm-hmm. the uh, yeah the existence of that diaspora uh, has been, I think, increasingly important in shaping the conversations that we have about this topic. Um, so, Sami, I wanted to start by asking you. So, the Israel Palestine conflict is usually presented as almost a cliche of a complex, intractable situation. Uh, you know, it's presented as being incredibly nuanced, uh, involving, we hear phrases like there's blame on both sides. So, in your opinion, is it true that this conflict is extremely complicated to understand?
0: I, you know, uh, Tan, I think that my reaction to that is that all conflict, and all conflicts are based on politics of power. And I think it's not about whether conflicts are complicated, it's about using the word complicated to deliver a message of dissuading someone of taking a position on right and wrong and staying neutral and not taking action. And I think that that's really the crux of the issue that we deal here. All conflicts are new and-
1: So to be clear, in the context of this conflict you're saying that most of the power is on the israeli side they have the sort of overwhelming sort of superiority of force they have the international backing uh, they're the occupying power
0: exactly there is it isn't in, in a sense maybe and, and and you may be the person with uh, with 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 the authority here i would not use the the word conflict in a sense i would use okay. the word Palestinian cause for instance that would be for, for for me as a Palestinian that would be the the word that I would that that I, that I would use. so and that is the cause for the Palestinian people to self-determine as a people and to get their own statehood and that is a, a struggle rather than a conflict because a conflict is always uh, assumes that there are two positions of powers that are bickering about something and I think that here we should be very careful about language in this particular. On, on this particular issue and then comes again yeah. the question of this is complicated uh yeah. the, the usage that i the, most of the time that i deal i i deal with the palestinian israeli issue uh is 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 people say this is complicated because the main message of it is to try people to remain inactive or be afraid of engaging yeah. uh, um so um that is that that would be my response to it in terms of uh, in terms of uh in terms of uh, in terms of reality, uh, the Palestinian-Israeli, the Palestinian struggle, and also the Israeli struggle as well. If you think of the struggle of the Jewish people as a historical issue that is real and warranted a lot of study and consideration, even mm. here as well, uh, is 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 something that is very new and very historical. It is one of the one of the main issues that has the most literature on it uh mm. available today uh so no wonder that people can uh can mix nuance and complexity with a message of uh trying to keep people and particularly at the international level of expressing solidarity which is the main driver for a solution here
1: okay well i i mean i think it was albert einstein that said everything should be made as simple as possible but no simpler uh so in that spirit, and I recognize it is an extremely difficult question, what is the nature of the cause of self-determination of uh, the Palestinian people um, as you characterized it? How did we get to this point?
0: So in simple terms, there is a just, there is a just right for the Jewish people to self-determine uh, and, 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 and to, to, to live uh, safely together in a place that they call home. Yeah. uh and i do believe that that is a just cause uh looking at the history of what had happened to the jewish people all around the world and at the same time i do believe that the palestinian people who had to pay this particular price being ethnically cleansed from their home uh, to allow for the creation of a jewish state um, have never so far since 1948 been given the chance to create a state and a home of their own. Made even more simpler, we have few international resolutions, UN international resolutions, that lay out uh, the options for a solution for this particular struggle um, that allow for a Palestinian and an Israeli Jewish state to exist. However, so far, 73 years uh, after, we only have one state that exists, one state that dominates, and another people that remain without state and this is why we are here today. It is the fact that the Palestinian people still do not have a home to call their own.
1: I don't think you use the word colonialism in that answer. I mean, do you, do you think we have to talk about colonialism to understand this conflict?
0: Um, yes, uh, I think Israel is uh, a colonial project. But The reason why I avoid the term colonialism in this particular aspect, and that is where I put my own personal agency for it, is because I do believe I would like to think as a Palestinian in a way of moving forward rather in a way of sticking in the past. I do believe that if I look at the conditions in South Africa uh, and how South Africa uh, ended its own apartheid regime, it also made it also made sense for its leader to understand that it's not really helpful to call the white population of south africa as uh unjust as they were um to think that this is there is no home for them here or that they're just simply foreigners i don't think that it's okay at 80 i think that it's okay at even at 80 years after the establishment establishment of israel to Use the analogy to use the term colonialism to describe what israel is today however mm. i think it would be more helpful to think of how can we look at israelis and palestinians as two people with valid connections to the land with just code mm. to the land that need to transform jointly with more a responsibility on the part of the israelis as the power holders in this reality Uh, in Mm. order to create a better future for our people. We are too intertwined uh, Mm. 80 years from now to think simply of the colonial terminology and thinking that we are at a time where we can actually um, think again of uh, um, sending the colonists back or uh, the colonists have to do this or that. I don't think that Israelis were born for a few generations in Israel today. In Israel, Palestine, if I may call this land, as such um think of other home as being theirs
1: right okay that's very interesting and of course by bringing up the positive aspects uh, as it were of south africa's post apartheid trajectory perhaps you're sort of hinting at something there that well l- lots of people have made the case that the f- the, the the resolution of, of this conflict as they characterize it has to be a two-state solution to coin a phrase Mm -hmm. Uh, but maybe your answer was sort of hinting at something a bit different from that something that would involve a change in the nature of the Israeli state and the Palestinian state
0: well I mean first let me just say that there is no such a thing as a Palestinian state as much as I would love for there to be Mm -hmm. that is one of the case I mean I, I use the name Palestine and I use the term Palestine knowing constantly that There is no such state as such. It's it's, it's something that lives in our dreams and something that lives in our hopes. Uh, It's it's, it's not on the reality. There is no state of Palestine. There is only occupied Palestinian territory uh, of the West Bank and Gaza today. And then there are also the subjugated Palestinian citizens of Israel uh, that there are. I do think that transformation of the state of Israel as a state for all of its citizens uh, within a set Boundaries uh, is is an important one rather than a Jewish state because that is no possibility there is a need to uh, to, to 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 hint uh, not even to hint there is a need for Israel to stop thinking of itself as, as 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 to stop seeking the recognition from the Palestinians as this is a Jewish state and to start to think of this is as as a state for its for its citizens because twenty percent of uh, the people who live in this state and who are citizens of this state are Palestinians and their identity should be recognized rather than annihilated and just being called Arabs without identity. Um, on the other side, I do think that I would hope, I mean, of course, I am a I'm an optimistic person and I do think that maybe we're gearing towards a solution proposal here. I do mm-hmm. think that there is a, enough Uh, bloodshed uh, between the two people uh, at this particular moment that would make the idea of a one state for two people a little bit, not even a little bit this is colloquial speaking, but extremely difficult to realize and in fact may even put us, uh, given at uh, different uh, uh, economic and social standards of people who have been developed in Palestine or in Gaza and West Bank, it would put us immediately at a state of immediate second apartheid as, as 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 the jewish population would be definitely much wealthier much more educated much more powerful and the palestinian one would simply uh, be uh, be dispossessed continuously i don't think that it's a solution that can happen mm-hmm. from the first stop i think palestinians will need to be uh, separate or we do need to be separate we need to work on ourselves on our issues we need to be empowered we need to be developed before we can also make a choice of whether um, we would like together with an Israeli uh, state uh, to be something that is joined uh, in the future. That is something to be worked on. It's not something uh, mm. to be dismissed at all.
1: Okay, Kranz. To return to the present day for a moment here then, a large part of the way that Israel's war is presented is to balance the airstrikes of the Israeli Defence Force with the rocket attacks from Hamas. Mm -hmm. And so the implication is that the conflict would be avoided if only Hamas could be restrained from firing rockets at Israel's population. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, why is it that Hamas fires rockets?
0: So... Let's start with a couple of issues. I also, I, I, I also always like to uh, remind people to, uh, to call to call to call organizations and entities and people by their name, and perhaps I think given the fact that Hamas has become such a boogeyman, uh The minute that you mention Hamas, uh, then the, you inflate it with a terror organization that has been listed a terrorist group by the UK and the US. And we forget at the end of the day that what they are is the Islamic resistance group called Hamas, and they are a Palestinian based group that works within a context of uh, liberation or fighting the occupation. At the end of the day, the occupation, Hamas has been, was, was born in 87, but this particular, uh, this particular struggle or the struggle of the Palestinian people for self-determination and liberty dates back to uh, the early uh, 30s. Uh, and and Israel's and and post-Israel uh, creation, the subjugation of Palestinians to different types of occupation is is much more uh, longer than uh, than 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 Hamas even existed. This is only an episode, and without Hamas, Israel's occupation would continue. Uh, so I want to just say that it's important to mention the fact that they are a resistance group. Uh, they can be counted as a terrorist group by different entities. That is also. Uh, that is also something uh, legitimate by the definition of, of 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 these states, but it's important to call them what they call themselves as well. Um, mm-hmm. So um, back to your question, uh, I, I do think that it, it, it first starts with the reality that the Palestinian uh, society lives in in the West Bank and Gaza and East Jerusalem. It is a fact that East Jerusalem has been annexed by Israel, so it's outside of the power of of. of, 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 of it's been fully isolated from the rest of the political uh, life of the Palestinian organization of the Palestinian population in this uh, in, in, in this territory and then also the fact that today we live in a schism uh, between the West Bank and Gaza because uh, Hamas the results of the first democratic elections that the Palestinians have had or the second democratic elections that the Palestinians have had, uh, has been uh, a, a victory, uh, a limited victory for 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 this particular uh, political group, and since then they've not been allowed to uh, take part in elections or take part mm-hmm. in the political uh, sorry take part in the political uh, reality or political realm of decision making and governing of the Palestinian Authority, and I think that this is the crux of the problem is by deciding that a significant uh, part of the Palestinian people and a major organization uh, that represents them through democratic elections is to be sidelined because a specific group of states decide that it should not be included uh, in this particular political, uh, political reality that we're working in. Um, and I do believe that now more than ever, We have to talk to everyone in order to Mm. reach a solution. We cannot deny the right of someone to be included in something that they're in in, in a framework that they have rightly gotten to according to our own principles that we value, which are the democratic principles. Mm. And then uh, of course, uh, uh,
1: Israel often refers to itself as, you know, the only democracy in the Middle East.
0: I, that is that is that I mean it is it is true to a part of an extent a flawed democracy as is I I do I mean I do envy the Jewish state for having a Jewish democracy for part of its for part of the people that is that it is that it is governing it is mm. something envious in a region where we don't have that uh, that 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 much that that many democracies and I apologize for the for for the phone for the phone ringing at the moment. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, I do believe that it's important to point out that with democracy and democratic vote, the question comes in, is where the Israeli people are, uh, where the Israeli people are in terms of collective responsibility for the elections, uh, for, for their own elections and their participation in elections, when their country is continuously occupying and subjugating another nation. Mm. Israel had had just four elections with continuously, with one guy who is, uh, I mean with, with, with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu who is known for being uh, a cunning politician, uh and a uh, right wing conservative, vicious uh um in, in against his own uh citizens, uh collaborating with parties that call for the transfer of the Palestinian residents of Israel for the Palestinian citizens of Israel elsewhere. And that is the that that's the Israeli people who are constantly electing and re-electing this particular government. So the question of their moral responsibility over what's happening to the Palestinians is a valid one compared to um, a Palestinian entity where due to international pressures, their democratic vote is not respected or accepted, uh, Mm -hmm. regardless of the views of of who was elected or not. I remind you that in, in today's Israel, uh, there are parties who are right-wing and call outright for the transfer for people that ethnic cleansing, uh, and they are actively in the parliament. I'm not call. I'm not saying that this is what we need to do. Uh, mm. is, is not to legit legitimize, legitimize um, extremist view and anti-human rights views, but I'm saying that we always need to keep the door open and respect procedures if you want to go forward and to talk because that is the only way of changing. Uh, and and, and continuously sidelining people is not going to get us anywhere.
1: And of course, in terms of taking responsibility for our governments and their bad decisions, that's absolutely not something that I can be smug about uh, sitting in the UK. I mean, in terms of that international response, we're covering this story in the context of large protests in the center of bristol on saturday led by palestinian diaspora i should say what do you think of the way that the story has been responded to worldwide in terms of i suppose the the response of citizens around the world but also in terms of the response of governments
0: um look then i think i have mixed opinions about it and also i have also, an opinion and question of wondering where international solidarity in the question of the palestinian struggle for independence and self-determination is getting us is this really the most uh, effective or is a method or it is not or is it just one of the methods that should be used but not be made as the, uh, the the most important one of them maybe just few remarks on this particular level um i think i find it really interesting that in this particular uh, in this particular war the fifth war on the gaza strip uh um, and is it, it, the reaction of 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 the european government the official ones has been really uh, 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 vicious in its negligence of of the palestinian of the palestinian, uh, of the palestinian uh, uh cause and the palestinian rights uh, and how Uh, So, solidly, everyone is standing and taking the position of Israel, understandably so, since Israel is a recognized state and Palestine isn't, uh, something that the UK and Europe should ponder and think multiple times about why is Palestine not recognized by the West. Um, I mean, from Germany allowing or putting up the Israeli flags on, 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 uh, on official buildings to uh, France even banning uh, pro-Palestine demonstrations in the name of anti-Semitism. I mean, I I, I feel that I feel that I'm 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 getting I'm I'm getting tired of, of of trying to use the Palestinian as the Palestinian and Israeli um the Palestinian struggle for self-determination here in order to infuse it with 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 issues of anti-Semitism. It is absolutely dangerous, particularly when it is parties um. And, and governments that are involved in racist, uh, anti-Semitic, or anti-New Semitic rhetoric against immigrants and people from color of, of color, it is just an extension of of, of the ugly uh, faces of anti-Semitism this continent dealt with, and this worries me particularly because it's extremely dangerous that the Israeli-Palestinian issue is becoming a hot place or a hot field uh, for this particular uh, for this particular theme. Uh, it worries me when, 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 particularly in the case of France, when, 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 when the opposition for the current uh, leader is actually a leader whose party was founded uh, by Marie Le Pen, uh, whose father is is a known sympathizer or a Nazi sympathizer who allowed uh, collab, Nazi collaborators into the party Front National, and now it's the main party that is against immigrants uh, in in France, and it is the main opposition party. So. Mm. I'm sorry to say, but you are not going to fool us on this. Do not put the issue and inflate the issue of anti-Semitism uh, into the Israeli-Palestinian issue and into this debate. People have the right to go out on the street, show solidarity. People have the right to be, also have the responsibility to be very careful about not to use the suffering of the Palestinian people in order to um, to in. Infuse hatred against other minorities. This struggle is a struggle of minorities and a struggle for rights. We have much more in common, uh, in, 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 this one than, 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 than what, what we are played, uh, to be. So just, just a word of cautious here on this particular one, particularly given, mm-hmm. uh, the protests coming up in Bristol. Please be cautious. Please, uh, there, this is, this is not about this issue. Um, be cautious of terminology. Every wording hurts and it hurts for a good reason
1: Absolutely Of course when we're talking about military and state power the discourse of ordinary people isn't the be all and end all Uh, but nonetheless the way the conflict is presented clearly is important Uh, so in that spirit what do you think of the way that people outside Palestine have responded this time round?
0: Um, I think in, in terms of in terms of in terms of response, particularly in social media, I think we have seen a huge reaction, uh, particularly uh, from um, surprisingly so from American uh, and international pop star Western pop stars, and I think that that's something to be uh, to be very um, to, to, to watch uh, from the likes from Bella Hadid, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Paris Hilton, even Gal Gadot's own uh, prayers for safety in her homeland, despite the fact that she served in the uh, in the Israeli army. Uh, all of these people, is, is, is people are reacting, and 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 popular people are reacting, and this is becoming a more and more uh, um, visible uh conflict at least at the popular level it's not well, just uh, well yeah indeed
1: even the um we had i don't know if you saw uh leicester uh when they won the fa cup final this weekend uh two of their players hamza chowdhury and wesley favanda held up the palestinian flag on the pitch uh, during the celebrations i mean this Absolutely. is not something i've seen before in previous I'm- sort of rounds of this conflict
0: Absolutely. But particularly as well, and I, I want to add here, Tim, is that the fact that this is happening at the American field, where this is something right. that could not be, the Palestinian, raising the Palestinian rights is something as a stigma that you did not want to deal with, because this is not something that you talk about. This is just something that you think privately, but you don't put out. But it's been an amazing work and the shift in within within. The American, uh, the, American, the, the, the American social media reality as well, aided by uh, solidarity from uh, campaign and movements like the Black Lives Matter, is, 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 is very important. But not only in that level as well, at the political level, having over 20 congressmen, particularly the squad and the rise of the progressive Democratic Party uh, uh, influencers, uh, also on the Internet, is, is, is really changing the reality of how this issue or this conflict, uh, as, as a, if, I, if, I, if I were to say, is being tackled and talked about in the U.S. There's a lot of ways to go, but for the first time, you have a window for people to speak without being immediately shunned off, and mm-hmm. that is a very important uh, element to highlight on the Arab sphere as well. I wanted to say that uh, I mean, there was a little bit of contention. Uh, in, in, in terms and a little bit of reservation, you've seen uh, until until some some people spoke. So you have a lot of the social media and artist figures from Egypt coming up, but less so from other areas of the Arab world and the Arab states. In fact, there were there were there were many videos uh, saying that uh, Lebanese porn star Mia Khalifa has actually stood for Palestine on their social media, compared yeah. to many of the known uh arab figures particularly religious uh figures uh that are very popular with a lot of, fo- of followers who stayed silent and, mm. and and this dichotomy a little bit and irony has been raised in terms of where is the rest of the arab world in support of what is happening in palestine compared uh, compared to even israeli actress natalie portman who stood out for the case uh, so the, this particular issue to, to to watch a little bit it's, it's an amusing part but it's also a very powerful tool uh, yeah. of solidarity
1: too. And, and I mean, could you speculate on why that might be the case? I mean, uh, you, you mentioned Black Lives Matter there. Do you think these kind of domestic social movements and sort of growing recognition of systemic nature of uh, racial injustice and I, I guess a slightly more, you know, militant acceptance of, you know, the right of resistance has, Absolutely. you know... You know has been important.
0: Absolutely. I think we've just suddenly realized that we have been, that the fight has moved to different tools that are not as regulated and tools that are available for everyone. And this solidarity between different social classes, different struggles uh, have just moved. So you find the states, for instance, still in their position, the sovereigns are still in their position, uh, hiding by agreement, by guilty consciences, by by sometimes utilizing international law against the people that it should protect, as is the case in the UK official position. Mm. Uh, and, and, and then you see on the other side, uh, you see that the US people, uh, the people that are at the popular level, because of these movements that are based on the equality, seeing what happens in, in, in Sheikh Jarrah, the images of seeing Palestinian demonstrators cannot breathe literally are the same. Mm. People of different color, of different real, of, of different reality, struggling to do their day-to-day life, to live a normal life in their homes, and suddenly are brutalized and killed. You cannot not see this and not make the analogy. It cannot be easier. Mm. It cannot be simpler. And it's there, and you can do it. Uh, and I do think that that's a very important thing to to, to highlight, mm. particularly as we see that even the natural a way of, of 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 demonstrating is is that the nation states of Europe are willing to stand against their own principles of expression expression of freedom of expression in order to uh suppress uh suppress the voices uh, of 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 the Palestinians on the street uh so uh so the other areas are being and and these are other areas as well in social media are being uh, attacked and being regulated as well as we speak but as with all causes, people will be inventive and and, and find either other ways
1: to to, to continue relaying the message. Mm. Um. And just finally, and you know, I apologize in advance. These are uh, you know somewhat personal questions. So if you know if if you want to avoid answering them or answer something slightly different, then um, you know that obviously absolutely do that. So in this latest round of violence, as of Sunday when we're recording this interview 181 Palestinians have now died in Gaza uh, including scores of children I know Sammy that you live in Europe now um but have you heard from um people who are living in Gaza? I mean, what are the messages that are sort of coming out from people that you know there?
0: Uh, then I, I will share with you, I, I, I might be one of the lucky ones who lives outside, but I mean, the thing about being a Palestinian is that it constantly haunts you wherever you are. Uh, the fact that my family home is still there, the fact that my extended family from aunts, uncles are all living there, the fact that my friends, my childhood friends are all still there, um is 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 always with me uh, and i'll always do everything that i can to support them i want to share with you few limited stories i don't want to tell you that 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 that, uh, how much the suffering in gaza is and i don't want to say uh i don't want to delve into the deeper uh, details of how horrible it has been uh for the past few days because i do believe that it it actually appeases few people who are looking for revenge i will share with you two particular messages from uh, from my friends that may resonate a little bit and give an, an, a picture of of, of 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 how things are you can get the numbers on on, on the tv but but i mean I, I the destruction of gaza is something that makes some people happy on, on on the other side and the destruction of the morale that makes them happy on the other side i don't want that the people the people's morale is really down but it's still alive. So the two messages that I received from my drink, one is called Ahmad, but don't worry. He still drinks and he does not pray. Um, so you can sympathize with him a little bit more. Um, my father is coming in from the door, so he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit uh, loud Arab, so to speak. Uh, but um, uh, let's, let's just stay by, uh, by saying, I, I just asked him yesterday, I asked Ahmad how, how it was. Uh, Ahmad lives next to our school, so he's my best friend from school. Um, he said, we're, we're fine, but tonight was really, really horrible. Our street is fully destroyed. We're good. Our house is good. But all our neighbors, their houses are underground. Until now, they're taking children out from below. Tell me, how are your parents? Um, the heartache in me, I have never imagined that I would feel. Before, we used to hear about names of martyrs, i used to imagine them. Because here we're talking about the heart of Gaza, and this is just a note I'm here talking, is is that the bombardment of these high-rises and the bombardment of Gaza is actually reaching to the Gaza city centre. This is where Gaza's middle class and the city lives. Most of the time previously, it's been everywhere surround, but this has been kept. But now that is being demolished really harsh. So he said, now to continue, Today, from the start uh, of the morning, I was talking to my friends to just console them. One of them had their houses, uh, not one, but some had their houses fully destroyed. Some had their cars fully destroyed. Some have all of the building full on, uh, fill on them with their, with their parents. Um, Just last week on Saturdays and Fridays, we have a ban on cars in our neighborhood. So I went to the little supermarket that I actually buy stuff from and i said hello to the person at the grocery i said hello to the person who uh who sells me the vegetables and the person who sells me uh who sells uh, child uh children games um and there is not a single one of them that is left alive today there is only one person that i said hi to that morning that is still alive but please don't want me i don't want to make your day uh negative but can you imagine where we uh where we've reached he said as well, and that is the last that I would share, my three-year-old yep. insisted, um, and I know that a lot of people can relate much more closer to animals than to human beings, uh, but he said that his three-years-old, uh, just before their neighbor's house was bombarded, uh, when he sent me a picture of a huge hole inside of the house, she said that she saw the three puppies that were there without their mommy, and she insisted on them taking the three puppies in, And now he's in his house with the three puppies, um, safe and alive. But I'm not sure how his wife is thinking about the three puppies in the house. So that is how I would say um, life in Gaza is uh, today. Um, And, um, yeah.
1: Well, Sami, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. And um, I'll be, you know, I think we're all, um, yeah, certainly everyone at, bcfm will be hoping for the safety of you know everyone in gaza and holding them in our thoughts um and yeah it's it's it is difficult to hear this um but yeah it is reality uh in some parts of the world uh so it's important that we do so even on our local radio station because uh yeah, I mean, Bristol is a city. Um, you know, the, the city he's in, other parts of the world that uh, with people very similar to ourselves, but um, living in very different conditions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do believe that at the human level, we can uh, actually all relate to each other's experiences as long as we see each other as human beings, worth of equal life and dignity, and I do believe that there are people like us, and they're the majority in the world, everywhere, including in Israel.
1: Solidarity, Sami. Thank you very much. Thank you.